Hello, and welcome to another episode of Never Seen It. Uh, we are in the last of our Best Picture nominees. Uh, we are about to go and watch Minari. Minari. With me, as always, is my husband, Trent. Hi, Trent. Hi, Betsy. So, Minari, what do you know about this movie? Okay. Um, so, it's, again, it's our last one. Last one. Not necessarily saving this one for last for any particular reason, but I, I think this one I am... I am really excited for because, you know, it's one of these movies that, you know, I'm not totally into, you know, foreign films or artistic films. or I, I'm, That's not really my bag. Art house. Art house films. I like it to a point uh, if they are entertaining and they actually have a message. Yep. Uh, this one I'm, I'm very interested in because from what I know about it, um, it is about a Korean family mm -hmm. who moves to the United States goes to i think it's arkansas i think they moved Could to arkansas, <laughs> arkansas i know it's a southern state um and I, I assume it has to do with their struggles uh integrating with american society yeah you i think you probably know more than me i don't know if you've actually watched a trailer for this. i haven't i haven't no. um i know steven yun is in it yeah. i am very excited that he got nominated for best actor hell yeah um we we have watched the walking dead for many a time, uh, many a time, that's a phrase. Um, <laughs> we certainly watched it a lot when he was on in yeah. the early seasons. He was a baby. He was a baby, and now he's a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, he is an actor man. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited. He's the first, I'm, I'm trying to remember, I think he is the first Asian American actor to be nominated in that category. Something to that effect. But I know there's a lot of first-time mm -hmm. uh, type nominations this year for the Academy Awards. And his name was brought up. Uh, there's something special about that. So good for him. Yeah. Um, I don't know anybody else in this movie. I do know there was a bit of controversy around the... With the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes. Not about the movie itself, but its placement. Yeah. Because it got put in the best foreign film yeah. category. Or, like foreign, or language, foreign language film. Foreign language film. Uh, but we were looking into this. Like, you and I were just watching Inglorious Bastards for the umpteenth time. Yes. And it's something like 30% of the movie, less than 30% is in English. Yeah. And the other 70% is in Italian, in French, in German. It yeah. is not in English. But then Minari comes along, and it's like 50. 50% 50 uh, is in English. I was not able to find what the actual percentage is. Okay. But the way the Golden Globes category works is that if the movie is less than 50% in English, it has to qualify for the foreign language category. So yes, I don't know what the percentage is that Minari is in English versus in Korean, um, but it didn't really make a whole lot of sense for it to be no. categorized as a foreign film or as yeah, a foreign language fil film. It was filmed in the United States. It's just so With happens, American actors. Yeah, it just so happens that most of the dialogue, or at least a good majority of the dialogue, is not in English. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that... Uh, definitely speaks to that particular awards show. The Golden Globes are weird. It's like a hundred... Golden Globes are bullshit. It's a hundred Europeans and non-Americans. Yeah. It's the foreign press. Like yeah. they, it's the Hollywood foreign press. Yeah. Um, it's like literally a hundred people yeah. and they pick random things. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will give it, they won, Minari won yeah. for that category. Sure. Um, 
but it's not nominated in that category at the Oscars, which mm-hmm. actually for that award makes more sense. Yeah. Um, you mean, hey, Parasite won last year for Best Picture. Yeah. Holy shit. Right? We were totally surprised by that. Bet- Sorry, I was totally surprised <laughs> by that. Betsy actually picked that one to win last year. I I was kind of going through at the last minute and filling out my ballot. And I said at the last minute, you know what? Screw it. Parasite, big prize. Yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah. see if they've got the balls. <laughs> Let's see if they've got the balls hey, to do it. And they did. They did. <laughs> Good on them. Hey, if you haven't watched Parasite, do not be afraid of subtitles. We laughed our asses off at that, even with subtitles. Yeah. It's a I, great movie. I. It's the thing he said when he was accepting, uh, the director was accepting, I think at the Golden Globes, yeah. he said, if you can get over that bon one Hucho. inch of, yeah, if you could get over that one inch of subtitles, yeah leap over that barrier you open yourself to a whole world of cinema and i think as we're doing this podcast there will probably be some films that i want you to watch that i've seen there's one that i've wanted you to watch for years and that's control yeah it's set in hungary they speak hungarian the entire (laughs) movie and i love this movie and i wouldn't have ever seen it had i not seen it in a class in college um but I wouldn't classify this one to be a foreign film or an international film, certainly. Just because they speak another language for part of the movie, who cares? You know, we (laughs) we talk about... If it's a tremendous movie, who cares? Yeah, we talk about Inglorious Bastards. It's one of our favorite movies of all time. Yeah. For God's sakes, the movie is like 30% in English. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but but that's the thing. If the movie is done well, it keeps your attention. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they're saying on screen. The language what, is What's irrelevant. going on. It is it is a, a compelling enough movie. The content is there to keep you engaged throughout the entire movie. It is a perfectly paced movie. Yep. Regardless of what words are coming out of the, the, the characters' mouths. Yeah. And I think with this one, I get the sense this is going to be like Nomadland in, in so much that it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. It's going to be a I beautiful so. movie. That's I what I so. hope. Um, I don't know a whole lot of people who've actually seen this one, come to think of it. Or no. at least if they have, they it, haven't it, talked it, to me about it. It's a, very, it's a very limited release. I mean, we're going to have to do the same thing we've been doing for all these other movies that we're not able to see in a theater yep. uh, quite yet. Cross my fingers, we're going to be able to go to a movie this summer. Um, just to date this podcast a little bit, Betsy got her second shot today. Woohoo! Uh, the COVID shot. As of <laughs> as as of uh, Friday, I'm past my two week uh, mark for uh, my vaccine. So yeah, uh, in May we are we are totally free and clear. So. Back to the movies. But yeah, <laughs> we hope um, we hope. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're gonna go see Minari. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. So we just watched Minari. Trent, first thoughts? I like that one. I did too. That was nice. It was different. It was. I was kind of at the beginning, because again, we talked about this in the intro. I didn't really know what this movie was going to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, I certainly didn't know it was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I, I was kind of curious early on in the movie 
just based on where they move into mm-hmm. like man is well, I really wonder where this is set and it isn't until maybe 10 20 minutes into the movie where somebody mentions the the name Reagan yep yeah yep and Arkansas yeah yeah um talk about a place I've never been to in my life but yeah Arkansas in the 80s this is probably exactly what it would be like very mm-hmm. rural America yeah um Still is to a point. Uh, very spaced out. Yeah. A lot of open land. I mean, that's very similar to what it is around here. I don't oh, know yeah. if you've looked around. <laughs> it's true. There was a lot of moments in this movie where I kind of thought, well, I know this. Yeah. And I, I, I actually had a bit of a, I actually had kind of a, a personal moment there where the house they, they move into, mm-hmm. that is a house that is eerily similar to the house I grew up in. Yeah. Betsy hasn't seen the house I grew up in because... No, no one will anymore. It's no, gone, isn't it's, it? It's, it's long gone. No, this, not that house. The previous house. You've never seen. Okay. Well, you yeah. keep showing me... So, Trent drew up, grew up in a trailer home. I, I grew up in a mobile home. In a mobile yeah. home. Yeah. Um, and you've shown me where the house was. Yeah. But I but thought that, the house was torn down. It just got moved? It just got moved somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. Someone is bought it. Is this the house you're talking about? So the house in the movie is very much like the house I grew up in. Okay. That uh, we moved out of in 1996. And what happened to that house? Uh, it got bought and moved to another court, and we bought a new house and put it in its place. Well, all right. It's so, like, bu- it's like bu- buying a new car <laughs> to replace your old car. So it, the house could be up somewhere still could be potentially but in the era that this is set Mm -hmm. and when my parents bought that house is around the same time it would have been early 80s that they bought mid 80s mid 80s 80s is Mm -hmm. is when they um would have bought that house prefabricated yeah yeah so i i had a a a bit of a a bit of a personal flashback yeah i I very much had a flashback to uh, my time in the uh uh, mid to late 80s and early 90s to what my life was like back then yeah. now it wasn't like obviously it's it's not like to the to the point but like the way you walk into the to the living room the kitchen is there down the hallway is where the bedrooms are where the bathroom is mm-hmm. um and then the other way is uh, more bedrooms that's basically my house yeah so i i remarked that i didn't have a sweet eight track a player built, built in, in built into the counter. You know that was cool. I noticed I noticed it built in, but it didn't click with me that that's what it was. Was an eight track. That was an eight track. <laughs> I think it wasn't until we started seeing that technology that because it could have been any time up until right. they got into the house and you start seeing like the old TV. Right. And and at the at the beginning, I just figured they bought an old house. They bought an old house and they brought it in and plopped it down on the land. Yeah. But no, that house was there uh, from the previous owner, more than Mm -hmm. likely. And the kids are fascinated. It's got wheels. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure because I don't, I should think that, uh, you know, they came from California. Yeah. You probably don't see a ton of that. No. In California? Totally not. Because, I mean, think about the, the laws here where it's hard to have a mobile court. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Let alone in California. Yeah, this, like you like this there's a suburb of where we live where trailer home courts are outlawed. You know you are not allowed to have them. Yeah. Um but 
yeah, so that that was kind of a a, a connection that I had with uh, with these folks, and I think uh, Stephen Yoon is very much our age. Yeah, and he is an executive producer on this movie, mm-hmm. so I have to imagine that a lot of this story was taken from his own perspective uh, of growing up being a uh, first generation Korean American. I think there's actually. A, like they kind of comment, like what did they say? Thirty thousand Koreans coming to the United right. States every year. Right. In that era, you yeah. know, it's so many years after the Korean War. Mm-hmm. All these kids who are moving, who are adults now, grew up during the were born and grew up during right. the Korean War. Yep. You know, you tack on another 20, 30 years. Here we are in the eighties, mm-hmm. and then their kids all grew up in America. Um, I watched the the videos with the Try Guys, and one of them, Eugene. This is basically kind of his situation. His parents came from Korea, and he grew up in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. But his parents were both born and raised in Korea, and they would have moved in the late 80s. So similar things. Stephen Mm -hmm. Young, probably the similar situation where, you know, kids of the 80s are first-generation Americans. And what I'm curious about is, where did he get this idea you know, they well, moved... he didn't write it. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm talking the character. Oh, okay. No, where did he get the <laughs> where did he get this idea to move to Arkansas and start a farm? Well, they kind of touched on it in the movie a little bit. So he kind of um, makes fun of his wife for being a city girl. Yeah. So I have to assume that he grew up in the country. Yeah. So he probably grew up on a farm. Yeah. And they moved to America. And lived in California. Lived in California, which worked, makes sense, I guess, Worked at a start. hatchery. Yep, yep. Um, but he wants to be a farmer, which it's hard to do in California. <laughs> right, There's right. not. There's no for, land no. available, and the land is no good for no. planting crops. And the land that there is that's good is owned by corporations. They're big corporate farms. Right. Now you know, now they are, anyway. Now I, they I don't are, know what that, it was in the 80s. Well, I'm sure it was probably starting in those days. In the very least. Yeah, whatever land that was out there is is now very much taken up. But yeah, he comments. Or it's, or it's crap. Look at this dirt. This is good it's dirt. It's good dirt. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you need to be a farmer. Totally. It's a, it's a, it is not a life choice yeah. that a lot of people make anymore. But, but I think I think you're right where he said, you know, he knows something about farming, clearly. Yeah. He, he's got this dream that I want to have 50 acres of farmland. Yeah. And then I think... He's trying to downplay it a little bit by saying, it's going to be our little garden. Our garden. Our garden of Eden. Yep. Things like that. And then he buys this tractor yeah. and starts tilling the land. It's like, all right. All right. No, this is a total, total farm, dude. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just curious where that idea comes from. Like, is it just because he's a farm kid or a country kid and that's what he knows? Probably. Uh, and that's how, how he thinks that you make it in America, maybe? Well, and, and they said, you know, they were doing the chicken thing in yeah. California. Yeah. Which that was that was a strange thing. I Okay, I grew up on a farm, mm-hmm. but we didn't have chickens. So separating out the, the male and female chickens, I have no idea what they were doing. Was that ink? What What is it? That Probably making it wet. Yeah. To, to, to get the, the, down. The, the, fur, the fur out of the way. Or the fur. The, the, fur. the feathers. Yeah, sorry. The down. Yes. <laughs> it's called down. Uh, that makes sense. Um, 
but yeah, just staring at chicken butts all day. Uh, and then chicken, of course, yeah. and then of course they just casually say, "Oh yeah, no, we just incinerate the males." Uh huh. Okay. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> all the things about you know chicken processing. The things you and don't really uh, animal. Are t- animal the things, things you aren't told by being a meat eater. Uh huh. Um, you know it's hey. happening, but you also just. You don't. We know we, we are very much meat eaters, and again, Betsy born and raised on a farm with with I wasn't hogs. Born on the farm. Oh, well, you might as well have been. Literally born in a barn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm very much a city kid, mm-hmm. not like big city. I mean, I was born in a town that had like twenty four thousand people. Moved to a town with uh, the metro area is almost a quarter million. Oh boy! Oh well, boy! You're, that's still almost you know. Ten times bigger than the town I grew up in. <laughs> totally, totally. So go back to the movie here. So I, before we sat down, I told Betsy, you know, I really hope that this is a really pleasant movie. I wish it's going to be more uplifting. And, and I initially thought it was going to be, you know, them integrating with society. Yeah. It's not that at all. They are off by themselves. Yes. For the most part. Yeah. The only interactions they really have in the entire movie is one Korean lady at the hatchery and then the people at the church. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people being people in the mid-80s in the middle of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not necessarily all that. Uh, <laughs> They're not sophisticated city no, folk. <laughs> no, And seeing a, a, a Korean fa- a full-ass Korean family mm-hmm. uh, come into their town. and come, But you know what? They come into their church, and they try to be welcoming as, as much as it's they true. can. It's true. They don't know. They're basically being rude, but don't even know enough to know they're being rude. Yeah. But they don't even perceive it as being rude right. because they're just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm going to say a bunch of nonsense and tell me if I say a word in your Mm -hmm. language. But when they find one, they're like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Let's be friends. Right. (laughs) And, and of course, those are kids. Yeah, they're kids. And kids are naturally curious. Yeah. Um, And the the, the boy says, why is your face so flat? It's not. It's not. Oh, okay. You want to come over and hang out? You want to stay at my house? Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, kids, if, if they're taught right, they are naturally curious. Yeah. They want to ask questions. Kids always want to ask questions because... They're just that that's their nature. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Paul. Oh boy. So Paul. <laughs> so clearly this is a man. So they say it. He was in Korea. This is clearly a man with some severe PTSD. That's how I interpreted that. He, whatever it is, he's got some mental issues. Yeah. Cause, you know, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. That was a messed up war. Just like, you know, like every other war, yeah. those guys that went over there didn't all come back. Also, another war that isn't really talked about all that much. No. The Korean War uh, is is very much not lost to history. Gleaned over. Right. There's no, like, there's no, like, big glorious war stories or big glorious battles or anything like that coming from the Korean War. Mm. You, you talk about World War II, you talk about Vietnam, and what's what's Korea? I couldn't tell you how long I went in my life without knowing there was a Korean War. Yeah. Um, and then, much to my surprise, I found out my grandpa was in it. Sure. <laughs> but they don't talk about that stuff. Yeah. Like, why Why would you talk about that to your grandkids? Yeah. I have, right. an, I have an uncle who was in the Korean War. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, but, yeah. yeah Paul. Uh, so, uh, played by uh, Will Patton. 
is that who that is? Will Patton I'm like, is I know name. this guy's face, and I've yeah. seen him in other things. <laughs> Armageddon. Armageddon. Why do you have a gun in space? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line from that movie. I was trying the whole movie to remember the the thing that I know him from, and I believe it is Armageddon. It's Armageddon, but I've and, seen it's, him. and it's gone in 60 seconds. Thank you. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, he's 20 years older now. Yeah. Those are the the two movies that I know him from. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I could barely recognize him to begin with because yeah. he's got the big, thick Coke bottle glasses. Oh, yeah. And, and the, the, the do-rag on and... Mm-hmm. He's yeah, speaking it, in tongues, and he's clearly very, ran, very randomly poor. speaking in tongues. Yes, very poor, poor, poorer dirty. than them. Yeah, and but you know what? He tells him early on. You know what? I'm a hard worker. Yeah, I'm a hard worker. I, I'll I'll help you out. He knows some stuff. Yeah, and you know what? He is a hard worker, and he does he does help them. Yeah, when he says he's just a little odd. When when uh, Jacob says. Good. Mm-hmm. You did good. Thank you, Paul. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. And then they move on. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, they, they invite him to, for dinner that one mm-hmm. night. And that was great. Yeah. It's, hey, this, you're our first guest. You know, that's it's a it's a very wholesome kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he spends his Sundays carrying a literal cross yeah. down the road. Yeah. You know, whatever brings you closer to God... If that's your, if that's what you want to do, if you're not harming anybody, you're not getting any, no. getting in anybody's way. And if, and more if more power to you, if it is bringing you something, yeah, to if it is bringing something into your life, you carry that cross however far he's carrying it every literally Sunday. or metaphorically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was, I was kind of wondering, uh, as we said before, like when was when this was set. The, the timing and whatnot is is less important than what they're trying to accomplish here. Yeah. Him having this idea that he's going to have this farm, he's going to move his kids, who move his family out to this farm, this piece of land with this house, not really knowing anything about how they're going to accomplish it. He's, he's just figuring out it out as he goes. Yep. And not necessarily trusting the people who are there to help him and i think just just based on the little love that i know uh there is a lot of mistrust with institutions coming from uh that kind of that kind of a culture mm-hmm. uh banks and uh other kinds of companies uh that you know are are, are are in place to you know charge money for goods and services yeah and if it's something that you think that you can do yourself the well <laughs> it, yeah and to a point it's a pride thing mm-hmm. you know i don't need anybody to help me out i'm gonna do this by myself if you can do it then i can do it especially the way he's seeing it happen i'm gonna point a stick and find yeah. the water that would be anybody yeah let alone a korean guy in the middle of arkansas True. he's gonna look at this and go you're a crazy person right i'm not pe- i'm not spending 300 Fifty dollars uh-huh. with you to dig a hole in the ground, right? Beautiful for you to find water where I can. I I know where I can find water. If water flows downhill, guy, mm-hmm. just go downhill and dig a hole. The difference, however, com- makes itself abundantly clear later. It's the difference between a naturally occurring pool of water and a naturally occurring 
spring. well spring. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's most wells is it's an underground spring of some kind. Correct. But you have to know where it is and how to access it. Yeah. Yeah. I never had a well. Like there was one. Like mm-hmm. there's actually, I, I assume it's still there. Um you know, my parents, the farm my parents live on is old enough that it has a well. Yeah. And there was just a big stone slab over it when we were growing up. And we always be like, what's that? It's the well. Don't try to move it. Because <laughs> it's just a big hole in the ground. Yeah. And we never used it. It was never anything that was accessible to us. They just literally threw a big stone st- slab over it instead of filling it up. Yeah. It was there when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The stuff you find on farms. Yeah. Um, but uh, th- so the introduction of the grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought was a, was a, an interesting uh, wrinkle to the entire situation because, mm-hmm. you know, they're not doing great. No. Uh, she's working. She's earning a living uh, working at the hatchery. Uh, he works on occasion uh, to make some extra money. Because he's really good at it. He's really good at it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she shows up and brings a bunch of goodies, as as you do. Yep. Um, you know, they, they mentioned that uh, her husband, uh, her, her father, was killed in the Korean War. Yep. And she, her, her the, the grandma, did not have any other siblings. She, she has no family left in Korea. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing left for her in Korea. Mm-hmm. So guess what? The, fa- the her her daughter There's and her family, here. her daughter and her family, move to America. They can get her over there, yep. or she can get herself over there, and she can live the rest of her days uh, helping out with the kids. My assumption is that she got herself there just by the fact that she came with goodies and brought her a sure. handful of money too. Like here's right. an envelope full of cash. Right. I, whatever I had, I sold. Whatever yeah. I couldn't bring with me, I sold. Yeah. Here's my money. Yep, and she filled everything else up in boxes and mailed it over. Yeah. Like Korean TV on VHS <laughs> and big bags of chili powder. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff you can't just get around the corner Good in stuff anyway. 1980s Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was a character. Let me tell you, did she remind you of anybody else's grandmas? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have been fortunate enough to meet my grandma, my dad's mom, she's a little bit like this lady. She's a little bit too naughty for her own good sometimes. <laughs> she is a sassy old thing, but she also, you know, the unlike this this woman, my grandma bakes like it's going out of business. Yes. She bakes and cooks. So there was definitely some correlation with yep. that kind of, you know, uh, like gentle, feisty old lady, yeah, gentle ribbing <laughs> gentle and, and like ribbing. You know, g- giving you the, the elbow in, in the in the ribs a little bit. It's true. Uh, this one, I I get the sense this grandma was a little, a little more, um, like he they they spend the whole movie. He uh, David keeps saying, "You're not a real grandma. You're not a real grandma." Well, she doesn't really fit the description. Like she clearly likes to play cards and get into mischief and yeah. bet money and watch wrestling, right? Like, she's not 
She's not a demure, like sweet little old lady no. who is just and like. David doesn't cookies. know any better. No, because all he's probably seen is what's on TV and what's are in the storybooks. Yeah, you know, they things don't, like that. They don't have grandparents they interact with. Yeah, it's like who is this crazy old woman <laughs> trying to teach me how to gamble yeah. and screaming, "You bastards, take that!" <laughs> like, what is this? Uh, teach them young. Teach them young, so they'll have uh, an advantage. I, <laughs> I wrote, um, I did take some notes here. I wrote that, um, I, I just, I love the concept of old people just beating kids and like, like <laughs> they don't like, let them win. No, just, just, yeah. The, the concept of old people beating kids at games and like, uh, sports and whatnot is just hilarious to me in general. <laughs> Not just this movie, just in general. I think it's great. Because most of the time they're like, oh, oh, I'm going to let you win. And then they do, as opposed to, ah, sucker, and they ah shove, <laughs> shove them to the ground or something. <laughs> ah, you loser. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, she's great. So she's nominated for Best Supporting Actress. She is, okay. And... I think she's actually kind of leading the pack because it's a different group of people than from... It, the supporting actress category is really interesting this year because it's very it different. Is. Well, it's different from show to show this year, from awards show to awards show. Oh, okay. So, like, it's the, varied between the different yeah, shows. Yeah, okay. so the Golden Globes, Jodie Foster won. She's not even nominated at the Academy Awards. Mm. But then a different group was nominated at the SAG Awards, and I don't know off the top of my head who did win that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I heard something that this woman might be one of the front runners uh, of the... She of was the good. Group. Yeah, she, she was, was great. She was entertaining. Um, <laughs> she was believable, yeah. at, at the very least. I was waiting for something bad to happen. Yeah. The whole movie, I was waiting for something bad to happen. And it kind of kept happening once it started. So The specter of death was hovering over the entire movie. Mm -hmm. Because we got David, who's got a heart murmur. Yep. Who is, what, you think five? Probably five. Four or five years old. Five, yeah. Not in school yet. No. Well, I assume it's summertime. That's why the kids are home. I guess. And it was 108 degrees. Yeah, both kids are home. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. So he's got his condition. You got grandma coming over who ends up having a damn stroke. Yep. uh, While at home. Yep. um, Sleeping on the floor with David. Mm -hmm. And that was a... So the scene before... I'll, I'll just take a little bit of a break here. The scene before that... Of them in bed. Yeah. And him talking about, I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. That was the one moment that got to me. That was the one. Because <laughs> he doesn't understand. No. And but he oh, overhears he's, things. He's overhearing things. And what else is he going to do? There's yeah. just a couple of people talking. There's nobody else to, to interact with. So I'm going to over... I'm just going to listen to my, uh, the adults talking. Well, and mom keeps saying things like, if you pray, you'll go to heaven. It's like... What? Why what, are why? you telling me this? If if I die, I'll go to heaven. I don't want to die. I'm fine. Yeah. Why are you telling me about this? Yeah. And then of course, Grandma has the stroke, yeah. and I don't know if you if you heard me, but I basically like gasped when she was burning the garbage. Yeah. And it it you see it happening, and she just goes, oh, like no, no, Grandma, no, right. and the whole fucking barn burns down, like. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. That was hard. And then uh, the, the other time was 
when David was running after her yeah. down the road. That was the one that got to me. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, she can't, she can't act. She can't react the way she did before like she's yeah. she's there but she's a changed person after yeah. the stroke and Most she's just are. dead in the face yeah. crying walking and humiliated humiliated and she's ruined everything yeah she was trying to help and be useful in whatever way she could yeah trying to burn the garbage like everybody else does yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just an accident. Yeah. It it happened. Yeah. You know, there wasn't anything she could do. Yeah. And then little David running after her, Grandma, Grandma, you're going the wrong you're going way. Don't you're like, no. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, that was the one that got to me. That kid, that kid's something else. I like that kid. Yeah, he was cute. He was a little shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh man. man. If I was only that clever. <laughs> <laughs> hey grandma what does pee taste like <laughs> <laughs> and she she went along with it it's like yeah 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 you win you got me you got me yeah <laughs> what a little turd uh, <laughs> i felt for monica yeah i really felt for for monica in you know she's just kind of there she's raising the kids she's making mm-hmm. the dinners She's going along with she's, Jacob's she's, plan. She's okay at her job. She's good enough. Yeah. Good enough for Arkansas. Right. She wasn't good enough in California, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And she's trying to be supportive and yeah. she's trying to go along with it. But you like the first scene she's in, she sees the house and she's just like, what? The, what? This isn't, this isn't what we talked about. Yeah. This isn't what you said it would be. Yeah. And she's like... Going along with it and going along with it and going along with it, but she reaches a breaking point. Yeah. As anybody would. Mm-hmm. Because his big gambit of being able to just grow all these uh, Korean vegetables. Yeah. And sell them to Korean people and shops uh, is not working out very well. No. You know, it's a first time thing. You got this... You got this uh, big idea that you're just going to be successful. Most businesses like this are not successful. No, it takes years. It even takes if, a even long if it time. is successful, it takes years. Yeah. And what he didn't do was get all of his clients lined up before he even did this. He had like one. Yeah. And it fell through. Yeah. Yeah. But, and you know, live and learn. Mm-hmm. You can still make money. Uh, at the hatchery. But again, I can understand where he's coming from. It's like, I don't want to be looking at chicken butts all day for no. the rest of my life. I, the thing he says, like, I want my kids to see me be successful at something. Yeah. He does. He feels like a failure. He's been doing this his whole life, yeah. his whole adult life. He, he, does, he moved to America for what? To stare at chicken butts all yeah, day. He, he doesn't care if he's good at that. No. That's not being successful. No. He can do that anywhere. He wants to do it by himself yeah. from from nothing. And at the end of the movie, he tries again. Like, they try again. Yeah. And, you know, I... I and he does it differently. He pays the man, the crazy man with a stick. Yep. And he marks the All well. Right. It's like, let's get the real well going here. Yeah. Um, he's got another crop. Mm-hmm. He's got the Minari. Yeah. I didn't know what Minari was, did you? 
I still don't really know what it is other than it is a plant that grows by the creek. It is, it is a, uh, one of those catch-all plants that yeah. just, it, 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 it'll cure what ails you. Yeah. That kind of a thing. A root, an herb. Yeah. yeah you I put just, it in stew. You put it in medicine. Yeah. You just chomp on it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. No. But, but uh, I'll have to look that up because there's probably much more symbolism there that I don't yet understand. And, you know, I, I was thinking, well, is the Minari the cure for the kid's heart thing? Or is that what we're meant to think that happened here? No? Okay. It's honestly a metaphor for strong roots taking growth on their own oh i'm putting my finger up to my nose hmm. there you go yeah you see you just sort of let it let it go and let it (laughs) let it be let it go let it go that's we don't have the rights to that (laughs) that's a different movie i haven't seen oops oops spoilers don't tell the eventually eventually uh but yeah i um despite the the tragedy Mm -hmm. that happens uh, I really like this movie. Um, I think it's probably up there for me. I It's probably in like the three or four range. Mm-hmm. Um, simply because it's a different kind of a thing. You don't see this kind of perspective no. uh, coming from a lot of movies. And uh, again, we've talked about this before. Subtitles, don't be afraid of them. No, this it takes so little. You know how to read, don't yeah. you? It takes so little effort. Your brain keeps up. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people may be afraid of watching movies that have subtitles because they're like, oh, well, it's it's too hard. You can't read that fast. You absolutely can. Sure you can. And I went to, um, when I was in college, I took a film class where we watched several foreign films, several um, other films in other languages and the piece of advice that uh the professor gave was watch it once reading the subtitles and then watch it again without because you already know what happens so don't pay attention to what they're saying because you know what they said but watch everything else that's happening and you can experience it twice and appreciate it for different reasons. And we did that. I'll bring it up again. We just watched Inglorious Bastards. Yep. I was in the kitchen doing other stuff. Yep. But I've seen this movie enough that I'm you like. You know what they're saying. I know what they're saying. This is that scene in the cafe where it, he's like, she doesn't know who he is. And right. they're figuring out that he's really famous to Germans. And even if you're if you're not looking, if you are looking at it, but not at the subtitles. Yeah. You can tell by people's body language because mm-hmm. that's a huge p- portion yeah. of that just like you said watch the movie a, a second time without the subtitles because you know what's going on you can get more out of it because yeah. you're paying attention to their faces and their body language it's called acting yeah <laughs> yeah and speaking and- of steven yoon man i impressive dude mm-hmm. I, I i'm totally into you as you as a dramatic actor yeah uh, he was subtle for a lot of it, but he also went big when he had to. Yes. Yeah. The scene of them at in the parking lot after they went to the to the uh, the, the the grocer. Yep. Uh, to sell his wares. Yeah. Uh, where he where she says, "I'm done. Yeah. This is I, I can't do this anymore. We're failing. Uh, you, this is this is over." And he knows it. Yeah. He knows it. 
He might have had yet one sale once a week. That's not enough to to support a family. This is not success. Yeah. (laughs) No. No. Yes, he can take this little morsel and grow upon that. Mm -hmm. No pun. No. No metaphor there intended. But uh, yeah, he's got to tell. He's got to be honest with himself and say, "I can't support my family like this." Yeah. So we need to try something different. And what what she was saying about. You know, yeah, now you're happy because you had one sale. Yeah. And that's great when we're happy. Yeah. But we're not happy. When when things are not going well, Mm -hmm. I can't live with you. You are are not a pleasant person. And not like he's like a total asshole. He he becomes... But they fight about everything. He stops talking to her. That too. Like he, he spends half the movie like... Running around trying to fix it without her help, and like, and sur- she knows, and he's, and she's yeah. like, he thinks I don't know. Surreptitiously, like saying, "Oh yeah, the, let me look at the pipes. There's no water. We can't afford the water." Yeah, I understand what's going on here. Yeah, she knows exactly what's going on and why they're having problems, but she won't confront him, and he won't do anything to yeah. try to ask for help. Yeah, and, and it's a pride thing. Yeah, totally, totally. I get that. I, I totally understand that. Nobody wants to look like a failure in front of their family. Mm-hmm. You know? But you, you got to be able to communicate. Yeah. You got to be able to work things out as, well, as a couple uh, and as a family. Because you, you got to be able to tell your kids, this is why there's no water right now. And as I understand it, that's very that's a very big cultural thing in the Asian yes. American community is yeah. your pride yeah. and your family. Yeah. And... Whatever that means, like and your he, le- your personal level of success. And he even says, even if I'm a failure, I need to be able to finish this. Yep. And he did. And he was a failure. Yep. So. He finished it. Yeah. And then he started again. He did. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thought this was a really nice movie. Yeah. I like when it's just a nice movie. It's a low key. Yeah. Just a little story with this family. Mm-hmm. And, and the the. The, the trials and tribulations that they occur that that, that occur uh, in their transition. Yeah. Um, so trying to make friends, trying yeah. to make ends meet. Yeah. Trying to bring grandma into the mix. And this could have been any family. Mm-hmm. Their nationality, their country of origin, means nothing. No. Other than this is the language that they speak at home to each other. Yeah. That's it. This could have been anybody. You could have made this a family of Germans, a family of, like, Ethiopians. Like It It could have been just Americans. It could have been just Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Plopped in the middle of nowhere, far from their home. You grew up in one state. You moved to another state that you don't really know anything about. You Mm -hmm. don't know the culture there. You don't know any people there, for sure. Yep. And you go off and buy some land and try to start a farm. And you're also doing it from your, you know, I don't need these people. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I don't need them. There's plenty plenty of American pride out there. Yeah. Where you don't want to become a failure, but hey. Yeah. But sometimes you got to ask for help. Yeah. Okay. So nominations for this movie. So just kind of uh, put a little bow on this. So this is nominated for Best Picture, obviously, as evidenced by us watching it here. I, I sense a pattern here, Betsy. A sense, what? That's so weird. Um, Eight in a row? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, not quite in a row, but close. Shh. <laughs> uh, best performance by an actor in a leading role. So, yeah, here's where it says, 
Uh, Steven Yeun becomes the first Asian American and first person of East Asian descent to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Actor. Okay. So there you go. Uh, Best Achievement in Directing, Best Performance by an Actress in Supporting Role, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yep, that's Grandma. Uh, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures for Original Score. And, you know, we didn't even talk about the score. Um, it's so subtle. I don't even, I didn't even notice it at all. But, yeah, it's, it's, it didn't really make an impact, but I think it's probably because it was so flawlessly integrated, I barely I noticed guess, it. I guess. <laughs> uh, so I, w- I would agree with all of those except for the score part because I didn't notice it. Yeah. You know, not, mm. not, uh, not that I thought it was bad. I just didn't notice it. Listen, if I'm going to watch this movie again, that is the thing I'll be paying attention to is sure. the score. Sure. You know, where some of these movies, it kind of hits you over the head with, yeah. with the score mm-hmm. or it's just more obvious. Like I just, yeah, I didn't pick up on this. Sure. And that's probably a real tragedy that I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. I was so enamored with other elements of it um well betsy uh that's gonna do it we've Uh, done it this is the last trend we Um, made it yeah uh this is uh eight of eight guys so yeah so we're gonna put this up and uh sunday if you're watching if you're listening to this uh as it's coming out Mm -hmm. this sunday is the Oscars. What? Yes. This Sunday? Get your ballots ready, guys. April the 25th? Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to put this out. Uh, and then Sunday, we're going to come out with, uh, with a special episode mm-hmm. where we're going to talk about all eight of them. And, yeah, just kind of a general wrap-up uh, for this season. What a season, what a season. Oh, boy. Uh, but The yeah. pandemic year. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Trent, now that we've wrapped that up, tell the people. Tell the people. I'm going to tell the people. How can they find us, Trent? Uh, if you want to reach out and tell us uh, what you thought about the this uh, this Oscar season, let us know. What, tell, what, us, tell us what movie wasn't nominated for Best Picture that you think we should watch. Yeah. If, if you've got recommendations as to, hey, you know what? This didn't get nominated, but yeah. this came out last year. I saw it on Netflix. I saw it here. I saw it there. Tell hey, us the Oscars got it, it wrong. They didn't get nominated, but yeah. you should watch who, it. Who got snubbed? Yeah, who got snubbed? Or who do you, who do you think um, should have gotten nominated for Best Actor or Actress? Yeah, tweet it to us. Email us. Where yeah. could they tweet and email us? Well, they can tweet us at uh, neverseenit underscore pod or email us at neverseenitpod at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, that'll, uh, that'll about do it for this final episode of a se- of our series. Uh, we'll have a little bit of an epilogue episode coming up on Sunday. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you at the Oscars. Is that, is that what they say? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think we have tickets this year. Damn it. We got, You're we supposed got, to do that. We got snuffed. Shit. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll do this again sometime. Yeah. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> Bye. See ya.